welcome back to Beyond the Gate, our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And today we are beyond excited to talk about episode 62, A Fierce Counterattack. Yes. I will admit I was screaming for most of this episode. <laughs> yes, Even I though you. I had already seen it. <laughs> no, it was it was hype. This one yeah. this one just gets your heart pumping. Yeah. Um so summary of the episode, a truly epic battle erupts when Edward, Mustang, Hawkeye, Greed, Izumi, and Armstrong attack the godlike father. The odds are against the forces of good until one brave boy makes a shocking sacrifice. Oh. <laughs> and this covers manga chapter 106, Pride's Abyss, and 107, The Last Battle. I don't think we have anything else to talk about. So. No, let's get right into it. Yeah. Father is above ground now. He um, is trying to take the soldiers' lives to make a philosopher's stone. Um, <laughs> not funny, but there was a funny moment in the manga that was. I was sad that they didn't that they didn't put in. Um, one of the soldiers is like, "Who the hell is this clown?" Like, well, when he comes above ground, he um, does look pretty odd. He's got like his kilt-looking thing on and. Doesn't look like any Amestrian. No, no. Honestly, like this whole battle, like I was just, <laughs> I wasn't imagining it, but I was like, what, what if like his, his, his skirt would blow away? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look very, um, it looks like a towel secure. wrapped around his waist. Yeah. Well, that was me in the last episode. Remember when we watched the last one and father was like ascending up top? I was like, wow, oh, everyone yeah. can see up his skirt. <laughs> Not so concerned about, um, not so, not so concerned about modesty. Although I think we did, we did, did we discuss this on the podcast where we were like, do the they wouldn't have any, have any reproductive <laughs> organs? Yeah. They Maybe they're like them, the, so. you know, the Titans and attack on Titan. They yeah. don't have any. Yeah. I don't want to we'll know. Say that. I don't want to find out. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Dude. <laughs> now I'm down a, a rabbit hole because because I'm just like, well, he cloned himself after Hohenheim, so and the Hohenheim has kids, so obviously. <laughs> Sorry, um, I got track. Not 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 a tangent. We need to go down. No. Um. <laughs> so he starts to take the soldiers' lives to make philosopher's stone, but Hohenheim stops him. And he he arrives with with May and Azumi and Al, and they're they're gonna fight him. And Hohenheim is angry. I feel like this is the angriest we've seen him get. Um, he accuses father of only destroying, and and he sees humans as useless, but they are required to make his philosopher stones, which are used to make homunculi. Um, and I liked. Hohenheim's line where he's like creation is all but you've done nothing but destroy um and father is like well you know what then I'm gonna create and he releases humans from his philosopher's stone and it's really horrible um everybody's like this is not natural um because these are Xerxes people and they've been dead for like hundreds of years yeah a really long time and then he like causes this huge explosion and, and like just destroys them all and we go below and 
Greed is taking charge. He's like, I know how to fight this guy. I'm going to go above. But then he tells every he tells the fat frog and two injured women to stay behind. And this is when they learn that half of Central Command has been blown up. Um, and Olivia is like, I'm not staying behind. I'm I'm going to I'm going to go up and fight. Um, even though she's injured, but then she talks to her men above, and they're like, "You taught us to to fight even when you're not there, um, so you you stay behind." And she actually agrees to it. So <laughs> Sig and the the normies <laughs> people who can't use alchemy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the injured stay behind. Um, and then Alex Armstrong takes them up to the fight. Yeah, I think that was a big moment for for Olivier because I, I was kind of with her where it's like don't don't leave her behind. I mean, this is what she's been fighting for all along. But at the same time, her arm is broken. She would be more of a liability. So I think sometimes it's harder to say no to something. And she did she did the right thing, and that took a lot of guts. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though Riza is also injured, she gets to go up with Roy because she's going to be his his seeing eye lieutenant. And um, I love in the manga, Riza is having a really hard time staying strong because she's still suffering from the injury she got. But she gains inspiration from Roy because he hasn't given up even after all that's happened to him. And she won't give up either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that little scene. And then Olivier, she sees the Fjord lying there dead. Um, and Scar, Scar tells her, like, oh, I wouldn't have been able to defeat him without whoever it was that, that gave him the mortal blow. Um, and she knows that, Buc- that Buccaneer did it and she's proud of him. Yeah. But up above is the, is the battle. Um, we see May waking up. Um, after the huge explosion and Al has saved her, but he is destroyed. Um, yeah. He's not looking so good. Pieces. Yeah. Um, and, and Nazumi are also alive because they were saved by Hohenheim, who is very injured. Um, I think his entire back is burnt. He, yeah. He's, he's not doing so hot. Um, and father literally just like, tosses him aside and he in begins the manga, taking... he actually grabs him by the head and like yanks him away which looked <laughs> very very painful yeah he's probably delirious he's fine um <laughs> he didn't feel it uh and he father begins taking ed and izumi's souls but then um he's interrupted by the soldiers who start shooting at at them and we hear we hear them say like don't shoot full metal um because they look he and father look so much alike it's like hard to tell them apart um and then father he like i don't know he like gives them a look and for i'm gonna admit for um just a millisecond i was like "Ooh, you're kind of attractive but then i was like no bad <laughs> um they're shooting at the soldiers are shooting at him and firing cannons and it's like not even hurting him 
Yeah, he's got some force field looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the point you made about the soldiers saying, don't shoot full metal. In the manga, they make it even more evident that they have to differentiate between Ed and Father because they're like, Ed is the one with auto mail. Shoot the one without auto mail. Because he he and Father, I think in the manga even more so, they look really, really similar. Um, not just in their complexion either, because, you know, same hair and eyes. Um, mm-hmm. But also kind of in their build, too. Like when Father took on that new body, he's a little... He's a little smaller and younger, and he and Ed kind of have a wiry-looking athletic body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also just, like, the soldiers are far away. Oh, yeah. So yeah. From there, they would even look... Well, they just see the blonde hair and be like, yeah. shoot the blonde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, shoot the blonde. <laughs> She's the reason I have to duck too. Well, shoot the blonde that's like not wearing any clothes. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Like, do you would think he looks different enough from everyone else just in how he's dressed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But then they're they're told to take cover because the flame alchemist has arrived. Then we yeah, see yeah. someone snap, snap. <laughs> and there's a burst of flames. That was awesome. Um, and then we get like a very like epic shot of Hawkeye, Mustang, and Armstrong like standing there looking awesome. Yeah. Um I love in the manga when the soldiers hear that the flame alchemist is coming, their faces are just really hilarious. Like they're excited but also kind of scared. And they just go, Oh <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um and then we see Hawkeye, as you mentioned, is directing Mustang where to to fire. Um, we also see him, now that he's gone through the portal, he can use the, the clapping. And so that's what he's doing. He's like clapping and then snapping. Um, so cool. Which, that would be very painful because well, yeah, he, got, got, his hands yeah, he got stabbed. But um, it's a good thing he did learn the clapping alchemy because his gloves were just destroyed by the blood ca- caked on them. So he couldn't use flame alchemy anyway without his gloves. So now he doesn't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It works out for him. Um, Mostly. Yeah, he's blind. Uh, so it's not it's not all sunshine and roses. Nope. Um, <laughs> At least he didn't lose an arm, though, or a leg. He can still stand and... and you know, fight hand-to-hand if it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. But he can't see where a punch is coming from. Yeah, but if so you... it would be super helpful. He would just know. be like... <laughs> <laughs> he could curl into a ball or something. But having your arms and legs available means that you can punch or kick if you feel a weight on top of you. True, true. Uh, And then everyone kind of joins in the fight. We see... Armstrong, he's attacking, and then we get Lanfan and the, chimera- the chimeras are there too, um, pulling their weight. And I don't know, I just love when everybody is working together. So it's yeah. awesome. Um, and then we see Greedling, he's just watching, um, and he's talking about he wants it all, and he's referring to Father's power. But Ling tells him that what he's seeking is not what he actually wants. 
Yeah, it's really sad because Greed's line in the anime and the manga is like, I want to fill this empty space in my heart. Like, maybe finally I can find that thing that'll fill the hole. Yeah, that is sad. It's like the the classic, I don't know, trope guess, I guess, where it's like, oh, if I just have this one thing, I'm going to feel great. Um, And then you get that one thing and you're like, oh, wait psych that didn't make me feel better um all you need is love (laughs) (laughs) and we see again like after everybody's attacking that father is still not injured um and this is when greed greed attacks um he tries to punch father right in the face but his hand gets absorbed into his face and he's and father's like thanks son i'm gonna take your philosopher's stone and greed is like really struggling um but then he stops and he's like good acting right and that was it was really just an opening for everybody to get in closer and like attack him and everyone we see um ed and armstrong are like hand in hand trying to punch him and take him down and azumi is awesome she like comes in she's got like she like makes two swords and is like hacking away at him and father's getting annoyed he he destroys ed's arm um which was super cool looking Uh, Um, i love seeing all the parts of the automail like how it works they just they made it so intricate and detailed and honestly very believable that it could work as mm -hmm. a functional arm uh but since ed's arm is destroyed he can't exactly fight, but he tells himself, I can't give up, and he just swings around and tries to kick father. Yep, yep. And then he he tries to yeah, hit him again, but and this time father uses his arm to stop him, not alchemy. And he's losing control of God, and he's like his mouth opens and we see like the eye inside of him. Um, and then there's like a huge explosion and Everyone goes flying, um, and he's he's really losing it. And he's like, "I need a philosopher's stone. I need a philosopher's stone." And he locks onto Ed, who is his um, real arm is stuck like in a uh, I don't remember what it's, those things are called, but it's like structural the, support for a building. Yeah, yeah. He's pinned. He yeah. can't move. That would be so scary, though. You see the the villain coming towards you. Uh-huh, and like, you can't do anything. Yeah, and in the manga, it's really creepy because I don't know why they didn't animate this, but father's pupils have turned into, like, diagonal slits. They almost look goat-like, like, animalistic or demonic. Mm. So, oh, and he's just staring at Ed hungrily. Yeah. Um, And Al is yelling at father to stop and for ed to to run away um but it's no use and he asks may for a favor yeah in the manga he says there's no more time and he could very well be talking about edward but i think he's also referring to himself because the cracks in his armor are starting to spread to his blood seal so if he doesn't Mm -hmm. act now he might get killed and, and won't be able to do anything yeah, yeah. I think he says something like that in the anime, too. Because mm, you can see the crack spreading. Yeah, yeah. So I think even though what he does next is hard, it's 
it's the right move because I don't think he would he would have he would not have lasted much longer. Um, and then we see May's little spear things land next to Ed's head, and then we see that Al is surrounded by them too. And Al, well, Ed is screaming. He just says, keep moving, brother, and he transmutes himself. These darn Elrics have to stop turning themselves into philosopher's stones. Right? <laughs> it's it's like their their signature move at this point. Yeah, but, um, oh, that boy is so brave. He is. And we see Al inside the, the portal, and he reaches out his hand to his real body and... um reconnects with it and his armor kind of disintegrates and now he's inside inside his his body in the um, void just waiting yep and he sees truth and truth is like will will you know your brother come back and i was like i have faith that he will and Truth says something like, well, I'm curious to see what he's going to give up this time. And then Ed's arm disintegrates on Truth, and it reappears on Ed. It is so awesome. And you are right. It is so cool in the manga because you can still see, like, all the parts that are, like... They're still getting combined onto his fingertips. And, oh, the art is gorgeous. uh, yeah. Um and Ed is in shock and I don't want to say that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, he calls he basically calls he's, Al an in, idiot. In, yeah, in, in the in an Ed fashion. Yes, but in the in the manga he's like, Al, it's you know, it's like stupid brother. Um, I liked that though, because it um it stuttered on stupid. It went stupid brother. And I think Ed was having a hard time saying it, either because he was choked up with emotion or because he would never insult Al, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you st- stupid brother. Yeah. Like, oh, Ugh. man. He that he boy. goes into rage mode, which, as we have yes. said before, I love when characters go into rage mode. I love when characters go into rage mode for the right reasons. Yes, yes. He is going crazy. He's... a attacking father like he's father just getting wrecked he has no <laughs> chance to like counterattack because it's like Ed just i mean his alchemy is and now that it's like um, enhanced it's enhanced he like just it's crazy and and i love it because everybody is cheering him on they're like go ed you can do it yeah yeah uh and then we see greed in the background and lang tells him like this is what you desperately wanted friends like this and greed's like yeah (laughs) greed's about to cry yeah yeah (laughs) um and then ed's like epic last line um he's like Get up, you novice. I'm about to show you how outclassed you really are. This fight, you lose. Yes, which is an awesome line. However, in the manga, what he says is, Get up, you third-rate fraud. I'll show you. There's no comparison between us. And that is a direct callback to his fight with Father Cornello when he said the exact same thing. Way back in the beginning. (laughs) Awesome. And that is the end of the episode. 
Yeah. (laughs) So good. Yep. And, um, okay. So tracking things, just, just one thing. If father is considered a homunculus, which I mean, kind of technically is, but not really, how many deaths did he have? Because he was blocking all of those before, but he was still burning through a philosopher's stone. Mm -hmm. But then Ed punched him and his face got like destroyed. So he had to die in quotes at least one or two times from just Ed thrashing him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though Ed, Ed, you know Ed, he's not exactly a pacifist, but he doesn't want to kill, but he is out for blood when it comes to father cuz this thing just needs to be stopped. Mhm. I don't know how many deaths he had. That's cuz he was protecting himself, I guess. Yeah, okay, we'll just put that one out there. I'm not going to be too concerned about tracking that. Mhm. Yeah. Um yeah. But moving on to animation expertise, it Great action shots, as always, but I really like especially the reaction scene Ed has after Al sacrifices himself. The camera movements are very dynamic following him in the fight that ensues, but nothing gets me like strong, simple character moments like his eyes widening or like the slight the the slight uh differences in emotions as he's realizing what Al is doing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, that also segues into the story elements analysis because um, Al's sacrifice could be considered a death, which is part of the hero's journey. Sacrifices must be made, and this one was a full circle moment where Al gave up his soul to exchange it back for Ed's arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that moment. It's so just... It speaks a lot to both of their characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They love each other so much and would do anything to protect one another. Yeah. All right. What was your favorite line of the episode? Mine came from Greed when they asked him what was going on topside. And he said, oh, not much. The father of the homunculi is going berserk out there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sassiness. Yes. And what was your favorite line? Um, mine, okay, to be honest, mine was Ed's line at the end. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I also really liked Greed's line when he's talking about, um, wanting friends and he's like, I wanted the chance to have friends like these. (sighs) My heart. Yeah. All right. And then what did we learn this episode? We learned that the bonds you form are stronger than the power you can obtain. (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry that's just like another way of saying like power of friendship this is a shonen <laughs> yep <laughs> but but it's true no, but though, no but I, I yeah connections no, with people well humans are relational beings but also connections with people can mm. lead to like way more than mm. yeah connections with people well, can lead to good things happening they can also teach you things about yourself you never would have realized and i don't know they're just people are more precious than things obviously yeah yeah well that's something that i think we've talked about not on the podcast but like you know how can character like good guys like go beyond like oh everything is like they're totally destroyed 
Um, yet they they keep fighting and win when like bad guys in the same situation when they're just as equally injured, they give up. And I think part of that is having those strong bonds. Like when you have something truly worth fighting for, you can keep going even when you don't think you can, where, I don't know, when you're fighting for something that's not really not really worth it or like fighting for yourself, it's a lot easier just to be like, throw, throw in the towel. Like, uh, yeah, I give up. That brought to mind a quote actually from Bungo Stray Dogs, but um, uh, my favorite character is Ronfo, but um, he has a quote where uh, he's facing like this impossible case he needs to solve and people are asking him hey why why don't you just give up if this is impossible if not even you the greatest detective ever can solve it what's the hope and he's like well i'm not giving up because my friends think i'm invincible and i have to win and i was like that you just need good people behind you or to be protecting your family yeah you need something for me I you need to have something to to hold on to that's just like i know like one of the big factors in like people who survived like horrible situations you know like it's the moment you're inside you give up and don't believe that there's anything worth living for that's often when your your body also starts finally gives in yeah as well all right Last part, who pushed the story forward? Al, obviously, for making the ultimate sacrifice. But we have to give everyone else an honorable mention, too, because they pulled together to fight in this last battle. Yes. That's it. Honestly, I'm going to wait to hold off, but this might be my favorite episode of the show. But I got to wait until we're finished. Um, oh, how do you decide? <laughs> right? But this one's so good. Um, I just love when he gets his arm back. I just love that whole moment. Um, yes, this will be next week. We will be talking about the final two episodes. Yeah. Get excited. <laughs> I am 10 billion percent excited. Uh, okay, that's enough. I, <laughs> I, I mean, not I, we will be back next week to finish up the episodes, but we are not done yet. We will have a couple of bonus episodes afterwards. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye for now. <laughs>